Hey everyone, welcome to Hey Dad, the podcast where you get to hear me, comedian Maria Randazzo, shoot the shit with my dad, sports writer Bob Roberts Randazzo. A little about me, when I'm not on strike, I'm a staff writer for The Problem with Jon Stewart on Apple TV, and you can catch me performing sketch, improv, and stand-up around New York City. All right, let's get into Hey Dad. Hey Dad. Oh, Maria. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, you can hear me in your headphones. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, great. See, we're becoming pros at this. Well, I don't know. Don't jinx it. Okay. Don't jinx I, it. I won't okay. jinx it. On the last podcast, you were pretty. Your mic was pretty hot, so just push it away from you a little bit. Okay. How's that? Yeah. Keep talking. Talk, 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 talk. How's that? How's that? Microphone, microphone. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. 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 On the last podcast I was editing, it was like you were screaming in my ears. Well, maybe I was. <laughs> maybe I, don't sound that way on on the on when you listen to it. Yeah, I know. It's the playback. The playback okay. sometimes will be loud. Okay. Um, how are you? Are we started? We could start whenever we want. I don't, we could just go. Okay, ask me again, how am I? (laughs) Then we can start again. How are you? Uh, kind of mixed feelings these days. I uh, lost, uh, I lost one of my, uh, I lost my best friend. I know. Childhood friend. We grew up together in a suburb of Cleveland called Willowick. His name was Bob Suchy. We never called him Bob. We called him Such. Or Suchy, mm-hmm. and uh, we played baseball together. I did a lot of pitching. He did a lot of center field. He was fast as could be. He went to Vietnam. I didn't have to. He was exposed to Agent Orange, and got Parkinson's and multiple sclerosis later yeah. in life, yeah. and ended up spending uh, the last ten or twenty years in a wheelchair. And he died about a week ago. Week ago, uh, week ago yesterday. Mm-hmm. But uh, just brought back a flood of memories. Uh, I mean, we were like inseparable. Suchi and I were huge folk music fans because that was the rage back then. Yeah, yeah. And we collected between the two of us. We had every album the Kingston Trio ever made. I don't know if that many people. I, I know about the Kingston Trio from you. But hang I don't know if down many... your, hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Hang down your head and cry. That was their big hit. But um, they, they, they were on at Sullivan. They were on all the big TV shows. They were huge. I believe that they were huge. And then how about the Kingston Trio came to Menor High one year? Suchy brought an album. And he had the two of the three constant guys sign that album and it's framed and it's in my office in the basement. I know, I know. So we were huge Kingston Trio fans, Mm -hmm. but his favorite song was a song called Chilly Winds. And there's a line in there, I'm going where those chilly winds don't blow. And that's where he is now. Mm. Yeah. And who's, what, who's, what song was that? 
Chili, saying? it's a, called Chili Wind. It's a Kingston Trio. Oh, by the Kingston Trio. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go call that up and on YouTube and listen to that. It's a beautiful song. I'm I'm so sorry about Uncle Suchi. And we called him Uncle Suchi. Right. Um, even though he wasn't actually our, you know. No, he was your older sister Nicole's godfather. Right, not a blood relative, but one of no. the what the type of family friend that you're so close to. Your kids call them aunt and uncle. Right, and uh, he was best man at my wedding, and I was best man at his wedding. And you guys have been, and you stayed close your whole lives. That's so amazing. Yes, yeah, well, we knew each other. I looked it up. We knew each other from the summer of 1954. Yeah. Dad, did you ever see the movie The Sandlot? Sandlot with the kids playing ball? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's got to be like so close to your childhood, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I think it's a little more modern than that. No, I, I think, think it takes would... place in the 50s. Does it? I have to go back and double check it. Double check. I'll look it up right now. The okay. Sandlot tells the story of a group of young baseball players during the summer of 1962. Well, that's close. It's I'd not be, that I, far off. No, yeah. no, I'd have been 14 in 1962. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So that's sad. And then uh, I had an incident last Friday. You know, I go to the racetrack on Friday. Mm -hmm. And I always stop at a uh, convenient type store and get a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm pulling out of the parking lot of the convenience store and mm -hmm. bink, low pressure light comes on the dashboard i go oh oh what's going on here mm -hmm. so near the track is a gas station so i pull in there and i look at the front left tire and looks a little low so you know you got to pay for air gas stations you just can't get free air at most gas stations you got to feed it like you're feeding a slot machine for christ's sake that seems like some bullshit. so i put the quarters in and i try to punch some air into the tire but I put the uh, tire thing, the hose back on the rack, mm -hmm. get in the car, the light's still on. I go, this is bogus. I start to pull away and I hear a crashing sound. I didn't realize that I had wrapped part of the hose around the side mirror. Oh. I ripped it right off. Oh no. I go to the track. I go, this is really becoming quite the day. And I parked the car. I come down an hour later, flat as a pancake, the tire. Oh, no. Now, I ain't changing tires at 75. It <laughs> bad enough, I ripped. I got a flat tire. I got no mirror on the right-hand side. I figured all I need now is a jack to hit me in the forehead and kill me here in the parking lot. So two of my buddies walk by. I go, hey, could you guys? Yeah, we'll help you. So they changed the tire. I called the dealership where I bought the tires. Mm-hmm. So I go up there and guy says, you're covered. So just, you know, I go sit in the waiting room, watch horse racing on my computer. Guy comes out and he goes, hey, you're really lucky today. I go, I don't know about that. He says, your back tire, you ran over the same thing with your back tire. It just was a slow leak. Otherwise, I had two flat tires. You only get one balloon tire right yeah i'd have been i'd have been screwed glued and tattooed man if they both would have went flat Go at the rude, same time glued and tattooed screwed glued and tattooed i have screwed. never heard that is that a phrase yeah no i just made it yes it's a phrase so <laughs> i have never i have never heard that i've never even heard that from you and i've known you for a very long well, time it fits the it fits the occasion screwed and, uh, glued and and what does that mean to what exactly does that you're mean a, you're, in, you? you're in you're in a pickle you're you're screwed you're just up against it you're screwed 
you're glued, you're stuck, and you're tattooed. <laughs> Not always a bad thing, but go ahead. Yeah, tattoos are bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, wait a minute. That's oh, yeah. a, Dad, that is such a generational thing. Yeah, that's right. It really that's is. Right. Like, old, old people think tattoos are bad. Anyways, guess how much it's going to cost to replace that mirror. Take a guess. To replace a mirror, um, uh, $800. Wow. Are you, work, are you working in the parts department? Because that's about what it's going to cost Actually, me. I am. During the writer's strike, I've taken up a job at a mechanic shop. You got one of those shirts with your name and an oval? Does it say Maria? No, it says... <laughs> screwed, glued, and tattooed. <laughs> yeah, it says screwed, and screwed, glued, and tattooed. Okay. We had a big moment at the house here yesterday. Okay. Nicole, your older sister. Yes. Brought a pot of sauce. Great. So, you know, that was going to be a glorious day. Glorious day. Because she kicks ass with that sauce. By she the way, kicks so ass do, with that sauce. That's so right. Your, by the way, your sister, uh, Gina, she's gaining on her, too. She's, oh, she now makes, it's a competition? No, but, I mean, <laughs> it's a ratings, I guess. I, I don't know. Whatever. Okay, yeah. Sauce day. Yep. And Gina and Mike and uh, their daughter, Gracie, came over, and we all had sauce. Now, uh, you remember I got that plaque for going in the Hall of Fame? A, a, yes, a, a of replica course. Of that. Yeah, it's okay. awesome. So it hadn't been hung. I was going to put it in the basement with my other wards on the wall down there. You do said, have, for people who don't know, our basement is covered, I would say, ceiling to floor it is covered in awards and accolades of yours it's very impressive it's, i call no. it the wall of bob well there's also the wall of maria from it's your like theater three awards. things it's like three things yeah okay anyways they said no <laughs> no basement it's got to come upstairs they think the perfect place for it is on the wall in the uh what do you call this kitchen area uh where where am i sitting here at the kitchen table the kitchen they said i saw the picture yeah. It's in like the entryway, right when you enter the house. Okay, so they put it on the wall uh, behind me. Mm -hmm. But the, here's the thing. To put me up on that wall, they took down Jesus and the 12 apostles. There was a... Uh, you just a said, you just said apostles, like you said apostles. Yeah, apostles. <laughs> apostles. No, but you said, but you said apo oh, apostles. Oh, God. Oh, like maybe somebody from Long Island, like apostles. Maybe if you had to spend $800 on a mirror, you wouldn't say apostles that good Jesus either. and the apostles sitting Anyways, around the table having so, the last supper. That's so, yeah. <laughs> so they took Jesus down and put me up, but Jesus and the apostles are now in the dining room where they belong, right? Because it's the, wasn't the last. Appropriate. They're by where we have supper. Right. So that's where they went. Yes, okay? yes. How about yes. that? So that was yesterday. They they sent me the picture and it looks great. The it, it looks awesome where it is. I'm glad that it's right there. You can see it right when you walk. It's a great illustration of you. Well, the, yeah, the guy the guy did a great job. The I don't know what you would call it because it's not a it's definitely not a caricature. It's a sketch. Yeah, no? yes, it's just that's exactly what it is. It's a sketch, a sketch. and it is true. Whoever drew that, whoever the artist is they are so skilled they really you look you look great you look like you i think it's a really outstanding illustration well great. we'll have to find that guy's you know we should probably get that guy's name and send him a thank you yes huh? yes totally i think it's great yeah. i think drawing yeah. someone is tough actually dad this makes me think of <laughs> okay speaking of jesus did you ever see the picture of like 
There was like some lady in Spain. She was doing something like retouching a fresco. I don't know, but she had to recreate this image of Jesus and it turned out horrible. And the whole town was like, everybody was like, this looks so bad. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, I'm no. going to send you the picture right now. Oh boy. You mm. sent it to my phone? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Because I just saw the picture oh. and it's really funny. Okay. Yeah. Botch. It's a botch restoration of a fresco. I don't know the exact story behind it. So, so I, I kind of think it was maybe like an older person who. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to send it to your phone in, in one second. Okay. I just sent it to you. Oh my God. <laughs> What the heck? How could they? Holy cow. Cecilia Jimenez, 82-year-old widow, <laughs> an amateur painter. Yeah, I guess she's an amateur painter. Attempted to restore almost century-old fresco of Jesus. <laughs> it's really bad. Despite a valiant effort, the tragically failed restoration went viral. Oh, my God. <laughs> Looks like some little kid drew that in third grade. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. It went viral a few years ago. Yikes. Um, oh, so... my. Oh, my, my, my. <laughs> so, all that being said, it's really, really, really hard to draw. And oh, so... I couldn't agree more. I couldn't draw a stick, man. No, I'm so bad at drawing. I'm truly so, well, You've got so, that from me. So bad at it. So, what's going on in New York? Okay. Oh, um, and no, no, don't. Try your best not to be touching papers and moving them around because it's really uh, the, the mic picks it up really. Well, I got some notes here. I know, but what you got to shuffle the notes. How many pages of notes do you have? Two. Okay, just no. let them be. You don't read the New York Times every day like yes, I, I do. Yes, I do. Well, you see who died in today's New York Times on Wait. page B6? Wait, I did see. Oh, crap. Who was it? I forget. Tom Jones. Not the Tom Jones, hey, uh, the, the big rock, the singer. But this Tom Jones wrote the book and the lyrics for the modest musical called... Oh, The, the Fan Fantastics. I told That's you right. I read about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That musical's great. And what was the famous song from that play? Is it called September? No. Follow, 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 follow. Isn't That's right. That's how it ends. Called? But what's it called? Uh, try to remember. Yeah, that's what I just said. No, you said September. <laughs> try to remember the kind of September when life was slow and oh so mellow. Did you print out the lyrics? No, it's in the article. Oh. Try to remember the kind of September when grass was green and grain was yellow. You're, this is a very musical podcast. You were singing a lot. Well, I mean, but this also, guy got. Hey, you this have guy good got pitch. You have really good pitch. This guy got like three quarters of a page today in the New York Times with four photos. Seriously, that paper is going to sound so loud on the mic. Oh, it's, my God. I just put it on the floor. Now, uh, you have something you want to bring up? Because I got a tremendous story to tell, but it can wait. Okay. Yeah, I have a couple things to, Go ahead. to bring. Okay, Dad, I have a question for you. So yesterday, Joe, my cousin Joe, he texted me and he was like, hey, is this your dad's email address? And I was like, yeah, it is. And he was like, oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't spam because all the numbers on your email address, you have a bunch of numbers on the end. And these days, you know, it can kind of make you look like a bot with spam. A bot? Yeah. yeah. I've been called a lot of things, but not a bot. <laughs> 
Okay, wait, what do the numbers mean? I'm trying to think of what year it was when the internet started to get famous and everybody got an, an address, right? Yeah. So I opened up an AOL account because that was yes. America Online, right? Yes, yes. So when you do that, they ask you, what would you like to be your your uh, email? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so well, they I still said, do that. That's still how email works. You still get to decide. Okay. So I sent them, I go, how about Railbird? And they go, no, you get this. Wait, I have a quick question for you. Are you literally going back and forth with somebody who works at AOL? Or is this all automated when you're typing this was it back in? At this, this was back in the 70s. Not the 70s. The internet didn't come out in the 70s. 80s. No, I was a kid. When it I was, got my first internet account? Yeah, it was. I can remember the day we got a computer and the house and the internet. It, this had to be maybe the late 90s. Really? Yeah, definitely. Anyways, I says, how about Railbird at AOL.com? They go, no, you get this. Don't say your email on air. Don't say Why? your whole email. I just want to talk because you want everybody to have your email. If they're going to send me money, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a bunch of numbers, which he's referring to. What the are numbers, the numbers? They mean nothing. I didn't. They gave me those numbers. I didn't give them. I says, hey, give me these numbers. I wouldn't, I didn't give them those numbers. They assigned them to me. I'm never going to change like Gmail or all that other crap. Just what the hell is the difference? Whatever my email address is. So it stays the same. I'm not having another one. I think the reason why AOL sticks out to people is because it is such a relic from the past. I know, but I'm not going to about to change. I'm not going to send out emails, everybody. God, imagine how many people that I communicate with. I'm not doing that. I do saying, not think you should change your email. Don't change I'm not, your email. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. But Joe so, did think that you were spam and he wanted to make sure. Okay, that it guess what I sent? Guess what I sent him? It was a Wall Street Journal article. Since I get both papers, I want to be uh, politically in the middle, uh -huh. which is hard to do in this country. My God. Uh, uh, it was an article in the Wall Street Journal in search of Italy's best focaccia. Where kind of focaccia and where you can get it? Great pictures. Did you see it? I did not see it, but uh, you should send it to me. But man, that focaccia, how good was that focaccia over there? Unreal. I think they eat it three meals a day, don't they? Maybe. People people over there? Yeah. Um, wait, sorry, I missed your call last night. What What was up? We were going to bug, bug you about your outfit for the, uh, well, I was going to bug you about the, your, your outfit for the Beyonce concert. What about it? We were just going to, I was going to make fun of it. Why? I was going to say they're looking for car hops at uh, Bob's Big Boy. You could wear that when you're waiting uh, waiting on cars because <laughs> those girls used to wear some kind of tilted hat sure when they would come out to your you know what a car hop was back i do in the, know what a car hop is yeah, yeah they yeah. don't have them anywhere do they well swenson's, swenson's. Mm -hmm. they have car hops yeah right well you well, are the only person who has said that i look like a car hop well you're welcome in that <laughs> outfit thank you well i'm gonna borrow that can i wear that when i go see taylor swift are you going to Taylor? <laughs> no, no. Did you see how much money she takes in per concert? Um, I think you sent it to me actually. Front page New York Times story. She takes in, the number was either 14 or 17 million a concert. Yeah. When she's done with this tour, she's gonna have taken in over a billion with a B dollars. Think about yeah. that. I, I saw this thing the other day that explained how we cannot actually even 
accurately comprehend how much a billion is. And it broke it down into time, like a billion versus a million seconds. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up. All right, so a million seconds, a million seconds is 12 days. Okay. Do you wanna guess how many a billion seconds is? 120 years. It's 32 years. Okay. So you're still way, I mean, you have a better comprehension than maybe most people. A million seconds is 12 days. A billion seconds is 32 years. It's amazing. The difference between a million and a billion is- Oh, it's, it's ridiculous, the difference. But I think people don't realize that. Or maybe they do. They don't. <laughs> They don't. Um, yeah. So anyways, congratulations, Taylor. No, oh, we are thrilled for you. It's amazing. Um, Dad, did you go see Oppenheimer? No, I'm waiting for it to be. Uh, they renamed it, by the way. It's called Stoppenheimer. Yeah, right. We I were may... wondering if you act. So Henrik totally threw you off. I'm going to wait for it to be on TV on like HBO or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. And then I can watch it in one hour increments. Sure. Right. That's what I'm going to do. You can microdose Oppenheimer. Do you have HBO in New York? Do you know what I mean, microdosing do- is? Well, obviously it's small doses. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> it's usually used in reference to drugs. Oh, geez. Here we go. No. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Bob. Bob. They have a show on there you every have year. HBO. HBO. I do. There's a show on there called Hard Knocks. They go to an NFL team and they spend the whole training camp with them. Okay. You know, practice on the bus at their homes, the exhibition games. So this year they're doing the New York Jets. That's where Aaron Rodgers landed, the great quarterback from the Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember I told you he was at the Tonys and everyone was like, why are you at the Tonys? Right. Yeah. But the first episode was last week and, uh, you know, I, well, I don't want to knock AT&T, so I won't tell that part of the story. Why? Anyway, Why? Why do you protect AT&T? They have more my, money than Taylor Swift. They're my cable company. They might cut me off. Even you, though you think AT&T is listening to this podcast, will hear defamatory language from us and cut off your cable? Anyways, Dad, that is crazy. Dad, okay, that is so, <laughs> Okay, so I watched the first episode of Hard Knocks on HBO on the TV. <laughs> And now everybody's over yesterday. I want to play that. It's it, it's been a damn week since the first episode was on. You go to uh, on demand. It's not there. They haven't loaded it. So I'm gonna get it on my laptop, which I can get, and then I'm gonna run that H HDM cable, HDMI, or what, HM, yep, whatever the hell. Yep, yep. And and Mike says, don't do that. He says, just get the app on your smart TV. Get the HBO Max app. And you can watch it that way. So we set it up. So yeah. we watched the episode. The Jets' first exhibition game was against the Cleveland Browns last week. So the Jets were here in Cleveland, right? So HBO came to shoot the game. Okay. Now, your uh, your nephew Patrick is a sophomore at St. Ignatius. Mm-hmm. And they had practice. And the coach says, hey, everybody off the field in the next 15 minutes in the locker room. The Jets wanted to have a walkthrough in just t-shirts and shorts they took over the field at ignatius to do what practice oh wow the new New york jets practice at saint ignatius wow and and patrick and his teammates are in the locker room staring out the window and they figured out what's going on no way so when the practice was over 
they rushed out there, and Aaron Rodgers spoke with Patrick, talked with Patrick and You're some of his team. You're kidding me. He even asked Patrick what position he plays. So guess what? HBO, you dropped the ball. You didn't send anybody to Ignatius. You just went from downtown to the Hall of Fame and left out the Ignatius walkthrough. That would have been good programming, too. Well, yeah, they missed out on that. And Patrick could have asked um, Aaron Rodgers why he was at the Tonys, and he would have kind of shed light on a lot of things for a lot of people. Hey, Dad, on the last podcast, you said something like that you listen to music before we record because you mellow out. Uh-huh. You need to mellow out. Do I stress you out? No. I just like, in fact, I listen to music again today before I came on with you. I listen to some... Uh, you just get into a good headspace, you're saying, yeah, before yeah, we record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music is the greatest. I listen to some more Sweeney music Todd. Music is the greatest. And we're saying it here first, folks. These are my friends. <laughs> See how they glisten. Sweeney Todd. I think this is the fourth time you've sang since we started recording. I'm telling you, it's the best, man. It's really good medicine. Music is the greatest. Right. You put on music, it it helps you feel better, gets you in a good headspace. That's right. Yeah, I, hey, I do the exact same hey, thing. When yeah. I'm at the racetrack, I'm handicapping the races, mm-hmm. and I got all my obnoxious friends sitting around me bragging about how much money they're winning and mm-hmm. telling me every bet they make like I really give a rat's ass. I don't tell you what I bet. Don't be telling me what you bet. I put on my head headset, my ear pods, mm-hmm. and I'm handicapping, and I'm listening to music, drowning them out. You're vibing. I, You're vibing. What? I'm vibing. You're vibing. <laughs> you are vibing. Yeah, okay. Dad, you, you should got your, You got your own vocabulary. I swear to God. No, I'm just, that's what it is. You're vi- you, okay, do people interrupt you when you're- Of course they do. They, I got the damn things in my ears, and they're going, hey- Hey, hey, I got to pull it out of my ear. You you could stop and you could just go, I'm vibing right now. Leave me alone. No, I don't do that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You can say you're vibing. You can just say, I'm vibing out. Respect this vibe. Okay, here's the greatest. Can you say that for me right now? Say what? Say, (laughs) Say, I'm vibing out. Respect my vibe. Actually, Maria, the more you talk to me, I'm starting to get acid reflux listening to you. Dad, please say, I'm vibing out. I'm vibing, damn it. No. Out. Vibing out. (laughs) Vibing out. (laughs) Say, I'm vibing out. I'm vibing out. Respect my vibe. I'm not saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Please say, respect my vibe. Maria, respect my space. Get off my back about vibing. (laughs) Okay. This is the greatest story you're going to hear for a long time. Wait. <laughs> Go ahead. Can you, can you tell me after I just say crap? We've been talking you. for 50 minutes and you have been talking for like 70% of it. So I, I got better stories than you this week. Tell the story. Okay. After I retired, they built a racetrack in Youngstown called Mahoning Valley Downs. We're talking five, six years ago. Yep. I go to the track one day and I'm having a lunch with the marketing director and we started bullshitting and I tell him, I said, you know, Roberts isn't my real last name. It's Randazzo. Okay. So he says, I'm from New Orleans. He says, you know, in rent in a new, he says, you ever hear of a King cake? So he gives me the address of the leading King cake maker in New Orleans, Manny Randazzo's yeah. King cake. Yeah, so every year we've had a king cake party. Okay. Every single year we order a king cake from Manny Randazzo's Bakery in New Orleans. It's the best. Yeah. Okay, now 
Fast forward to Saturday. Last this Saturday. Past two Saturday. I get a text message from one of my buddies. Says, you got to buy this horse. And there was a link to a race result. So I click on the link. It's a race for two-year-olds like babies making their career debut. Okay. And my right hand to Jesus. This horse's name? Yep. Randazzo. Wow. So I get a lady on the phone. Yep. I go, I'm a racing fan. I saw you won a race Saturday at Delaware. The horse's name is Randazzo. It happens to be my last name. Could I talk to somebody about maybe how the horse was named? She goes, it's very hard to name racehorses. We run out of names. So this horse is named after a bakery in New Orleans. I go, wow. get out of here. <laughs> the horse is named after Randazzo's bakery. How? Who, they who just... makes the king cakes. Yeah, because but they... do they know them? Yes, because they race it because the Godolphin races at the fairgrounds in New Orleans in the winter. Mm. So they know of it. And by the way, she said, we ordered a king cake and sent it to the racetrack to celebrate the horse's victory. Okay. Now, ready for this? I'm ready. I've been ready this whole time. If this horse stays healthy and continues to win. Yeah. Guess where he might be racing next year on the first Saturday in May. The Kentucky Derby. Randazzo in this, the Derby. This horse, if he continues on this road, uh-uh. would qualify for the Kentucky Derby. We're all going. I mean, I cannot imagine a better Derby for all of us and to if, go to, to see our cousin run. And now, what do you hear this? One more thing about this horse. It's dest this is destiny. His sire is a horse called Into Mischief. Okay, tell everybody what a sire is. Back up from the mic. You're really close to it. Sire is the father of a horse. Okay, great. The mother of the horse is called the dam. Yeah, the the sire, sire is into mischief. Okay. He is like, like one that. of the he is like one of the leading sires to breed to him. You know what it cost? What? One lovemaking session. Ew. Make love. They're mating. Yeah. <laughs> right. As long as the fold is born stands and nurses you ready a quarter of a million oh my god they will breed him to a hundred mares that's 25 million dollars why do i tell you about into mischief <laughs> sounds like he's getting into some mischief his father yeah his father was harlan's holiday okay guess where harlan's holiday was born at a farm in medina Ohio. Wow. This is destiny. Randazzo is going to run in the Kentucky Derby next year and win. And I we're will all going to be there. My calendar. I would be there in a heartbeat. Um, you got, you brought something up earlier to me where you were like, why is the family text thread called family? Yeah, this is a typo, isn't it? It's not a typo. It's on purpose. Why? Fam family. Yeah. What is that? It's a fun way to say family. No, it's not. Say family. 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 I'm not saying that because it's stupid. How is that a fun way of saying family? It Just say family. Family. It feels like a mistake. That's what it feels like. <laughs> a mistake. You know those Real Housewives shows? Yeah. Well, one of the Real Housewives of New Jersey, the way that she was saying family was she would say like family. She would be like, we are a family. We are thick as thieves. 
So it's kind of, it's a little bit of an homage to the Real Housewives of New Jersey oh, as well. Oh, well, as a newspaper reporter, when I see that, I think of it as a, as a typo. That's well, why. it's not. It's no. just a little funny joke for me Enough. on our okay. fam family text thread. Enjoy. Enjoy. I do enjoy it, but sounds like it pisses you off. We've been talking for over an hour here. Yeah. It's been nice talking to you, but you have been doing most of the talking. Well, you know, I had good stories this week. Apparently, you didn't come <laughs> loaded with information. What can oh, I tell Oh, I you? did. I haven't really been able to get a word in. Save it for next podcast. Um, okay. I think we can. you can rate my tweet, and then we'll be done. Okay. You know what? Make sure we send a copy of this podcast to the Godolphin Farm. We'll send a copy. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's see the tweet. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just sent you the tweet. So please read it, give it a read, and then rate it on a scale of one to ten. <sighs> ten, it's great. One, it sucks. Does this start with the word "we" in big caps? Yep. Yeah. So just give it a give it a plain old read. We need scheduled send text. Got a ton, people. I need to text. What's up? LOL. <laughs> this is your worst one. Actually, I have a typo in here. It should say, it should read like this. <laughs> it should read, we need schedule send text. Got a ton of people I need to text. What's up, LOL? You should lose your texting privileges for this text. <laughs> Do you know what schedule send is? No. Schedule send is the greatest thing to ever happen to email. So if you want to send an email, not a text, an email, and let's say it's 1030 at night, and you're like, oh, I need to email uh, Nicole and tell her to bring the sauce on Sunday, but you don't want to email her at 1030 p.m. on a Saturday night. You can type up the email and schedule it to be sent for Sunday morning at 9 a.m. So you can roll through your to-do list, type up your emails, and then schedule them to be automatically sent. They get automatically sent so you don't have to send it at the exact time you want someone to receive it. How do you and your friends get through each day of life when you have to explain <laughs> things like this? A simple text, you have to explain it. And it's, it's a tweet. This is a tweet. Yeah. So rate it, 1 to 10. Whew. Minus 75. <laughs> wow, that's the lowest one so far. This is this is like, yeah, this is a, yeah, I'll say it's the lowest one so far. Do My you goodness. feel that you, okay, so I want schedule send texts because sometimes I want to text someone something, but I don't want to text them in that exact moment that I think of it. I think that's good. Okay, great. I think that's good. I think that's good. I just don't well, think. Well, at least we're on the same page about that. By the way, it looks like this guy's completely dropped the word Twitter, huh? And tweet. Looks it's like big, this guy has done it. Yeah, there's a big X on my phone. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. It's over. So I guess I guess I should be asking you to rate my X's. Oh my God. <laughs> Honestly, Dad, that would be funny. What if you really rated my ex boyfriends? Well, that would they wouldn't score too high. <laughs> there you go. Well, I think that this is, I think we've done it. I think we've exhausted this podcast recording. So I can do the outro. Thank you for listening to Hey Dad. If you like this podcast, rate it and review it in the app. That helps us a lot. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. I've been Maria Randazzo. And I've been her father. Bob Railbird Roberts Randazzo. At? Don't give out your email. <laughs>
Uh, you can find my dad on AOL. Just type in a <laughs> smattering of numbers and hit send. <laughs> Our uh, podcast music is by Nick Gage. Our podcast art is by Spencer Hall. Thank you so much for listening. Have a really awesome week. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see if I can get out of here without too much problems. You oh, ready? you don't want to talk to me anymore? Well, we just talked for over an hour, for Christ's sake. I'm hoarse. Oh.